Welcome to the Motoring Podcast, a 400th show special edition. Hello, I'm Alan. Hello, I'm Andrew. 400 shows, well, 401. Well, yes, yes, strictly speaking, 401, because we did start on on episode zero. And it's nice to see, see the kind of support that we're getting already. So thanks, Jeff. Pointing out 400 episodes and at least 20 good ones in there. I think he's been a little bit generous. Uh, yes, 401, because we started with episode zero, where we sort of tried to introduce ourselves and, I don't know, warm up. Yeah, but I think that leads into where did we start? Why Why did we start? Oh, God, why did we start? Nobody asked me that one. Uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> why did we start? It's great, great questions of our time, isn't it? I listened to lots of tech podcasts at the time. Uh, and lots of tech news podcasts and it upset me that there were none about motoring stuff and the only with the exception of gareth jones on speed which is slightly different mm. all the other motoring style car style podcasts tended to well, five and a half years ago anyway uh tended to come from america and tended to be five hours of people sitting around a table <laughs> drinking beer and swearing <laughs> And most of what they were talking about wasn't really relevant to me. And I, I, you know, not a huge amount of background with with Ford Mustangs or Chevy Camaros or any of these kind of things. So it wasn't really what I was looking for. I wanted something more like the Tech News Podcast. I had the URL, I had the name, but I didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And then there was this bloke on Twitter and he said, I'd like to do a podcast at some point. With less adenoids than that, though. What led to that then, Andrew? Uh, well, I wanted to do an interview podcast, but that involved being brave and going to people and saying, please, please talk to me. This person that you don't actually know mm. has no background in any of this, but chat to me and talk about cars and stuff. But I agreed with you completely. There, there wasn't a news-focused car podcast out there that was British-UK-centric no. or, or even European. When we chatted on Twitter in DMs and we found we could respectfully disagree with each other on certain things. You are still a bit, you are still Captain Paranoid and Captain Tinfoil Hat. That has not changed <laughs> in the last five and a half years. Definitely it's hasn't changed. Stetson Tinfoil. <laughs> now I know more. Now, if we had a Tinfoil Stetson, everyone, then the competition <laughs> entries could have been could have been in that as it is i'm afraid we, we don't we have a gp stetson from texas yeah we sort of agreed that we'd do it no we that's not true we had a scope to make sure that neither of us had i don't know three arms or <laughs> yes or any particularly awful speech impediments was something that was at the back of my mind because that's the other thing we we at this point have not even seen each other let alone met yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. so we agreed to, to record three Yep. And if they were awful, we would destroy them and never speak of it again, but exactly. at least know that we tried. Yes. And they weren't awful. They were, well, you can still listen to them if you go that far back. I mean, they're not. The production quality's not there. No. Compared to today. I'm pleased to say I have yes. learned a few things over <laughs> that the years. Is a, that is a relief, yes. <laughs> we have generally gotten better at that stuff and got, you know, more toys to go along with things. But yeah, so we, we did them, we released them, and, and that kind of was it. And then we sort of, so that was September time, we did three. And then we said, well, okay, well, let's go to Christmas and see how we get on. 
and we seem to be getting on okay and people were saying nice stuff and the manufacturers had offered us trips and stuff like that by then yeah yeah that's very true well that was the first time we met was you were a honda do yes their 50th anniversary in the uk or i think if yeah. i remember correctly so the Branny invited you to that, mm-hmm. which is just down the road from here, which was at Silverstone. Yep. And you said, oh, Louvre, uh, oh, I need to work out a hotel room. And it was like, well, why don't you stay here? And eventually sort of turned up on the doorstep and you didn't look like you were going to murder me in my own home. So so all has been good from there on in, really. <laughs> no, this is all one way. You worried about me. <laughs> I'm sure it goes the other. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely certain that, that that you would be just as just as paranoid and nervous and and far on the opposite side as well. No, okay, fine, that's good. I'm nice and trustworthy. That's that's all right. <laughs> yeah, and then we've we've sort of recorded from there. It's that's people are always amazed when I tell that story and say that we, we hadn't actually met until we'd recorded. It must have been double figures, just about. Yeah, just about I think it was. Figures. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are less surprised now, but mm. certainly in the early days. What? Pardon? <laughs> there's what? there's a lot of that going mate, on. Huh? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. And then the first, I mean, just wow. Uh, the, the first, so that was in September. The next May was the first SMMT day. Yeah. So the SMMT day is, those of you who are relatively new to this who, who don't know, there's a big society of motor manufacturers and traders who provide us with just wonderful content uh, at the start of every month. Then uh, invite a, a whole load of motoring folk. Tends to not be the big names, or all the big names, uh, off telly and stuff. To Millbrook, to does many manufacturers turn up they bring cars and it was really good is it gives you a chance to meet uh, the pr teams often for the first time and you went mega prepared over prepared because we didn't know what was going on we, we didn't have a we didn't really have a clue we didn't really know anyone i think by that point in the march had met phil hoff and uh, a bunch of bunch of folk mm. um, and adam tudor lane of car witter car witter was the first person i didn't know who came up to me us and said i'm really really enjoyed the podcast it's great well done guys and i was like what (laughs) and that was the first time somebody just out completely out of the blue knew who i was uh, and went good to the the smmt day and i spent most of the day trying to explain to people what a podcast was yes lots of lots of uh, maybe i was i now know with hindsight i was maybe going to the wrong people on the stands uh, and and yeah, had to explain what a podcast was from from square one, which you da- absolutely wouldn't have to do nowadays. No, as we've noticed over the last eighteen months or so, uh, and a bit before, spent a lot of time explaining what a podcast was, and I had little help sheets handed out with business cards on and stickers and all sorts of stuff. Yes, and then tried to do far too much. Yeah, that was that was the only problem for me. For you, from all that was because we didn't know what was going on. We'd because we discussed it before and we'd given you too much to do we were grossly overprepared but that's but that's what happens uh, and and anyone who's who's starting out in any in any form of of motoring journalist with a journalism or or or, or writing or speaking or 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 youtubing then you'll find the same thing it's it's the thing that you should you should try and get along to and it's a great opportunity to meet prs yeah the first person i spoke to was graham lambert who's now obviously a pollster uh, he was at Skoda at the time, and I, I rather fear I made a bit of a prat of myself. And that's that's one of the reasons I never asked him for a Skoda was because I, I felt I'd made a bit of a, I sort of, I don't know, I just 
was a nervous wreck. I was an absolute nervous wreck. I'm fine doing this kind of stuff, as people well know, both here and, and at work. Goodness <laughs> knows how many hours I sit at this desk in front of this camera every day. But yeah, meeting new people in 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 person when when they they don't know who I am or I know they don't know who I am is is quite scary. Mm, can be daunting. So we've tweaked things as we've gone along, haven't we? Because we we started out with just the news. We did, yes. I don't know where you really want me to go with this. I'm sorry. Uh, we, we have actually prepared stuff, folks. It's just, it's a different format. So, yeah, I mean, we've we've added in stuff, but it, it seems weird thinking that we've actually tweaked it. So special editions and stuff have appeared mm-hmm. because we thought that would be a witty way of going, oh, look, we've got a car. It's a special edition, uh, which the mistake I made, I, I don't want to go through mistakes. And there's stuff we do differently and stuff we've done very, very well from from day one. I, I wish we'd started a separate podcast for special editions <laughs> to separate it out. I, and I'm still trying to get our, our hosting to separate those out so that people can listen to special editions. If you are listening, and some of the older special editions are absolutely cracking. Yeah. But I feel that they get lost amongst the 370 something or whatever Whitney News shows. They're great. Some of the best are the, somebody described them as the chaos editions or something the other night. Our round tables. The round tables. We really want to get back to doing those again. We've just got to make sure we've got the right topic. And one thing that we'll talk about, I think, later on is that gathering other people together is hard. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. It, it's why we don't do so many of those. Yes. It's just trying to get everyone's calendars in sync. That and time, particularly recently, has been... Well, time, time by the way, for, for everyone, we might as well just quickly talk about that now. Time is our biggest enemy. We both have day jobs, and I see that Ian's asking what our day jobs are. I will answer mine. I am an enterprise architecture tool consultant. There you go. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. It's really slightly nerdy, but it's not quite IT. Andrew, what's yours? Consultant. Consultant. There we go. That'll do. So those take up a lot of our time. You'll notice for the last 40 months or so, we haven't been recording from hotel rooms. That has had a wonderful effect on the quality of our, our audio, I think. <laughs> or my audio, anyway. <laughs> it's, made the li- it's made the live recordings easier, that's for sure. <laughs> it has definitely made the live recordings easier. Uh, just so much easier. Nobody has an idea. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so that's cool. What else we've done? Been out and about, recording stuff. Car reviews. Do you remember the very first one? Yep. Ignore the first one, because that was awful. Oh yeah, and it's and it was what was awful was not was not the car in any shape or form, but was the format we were or I was trying to execute was not right for us. It was one of those ones where you where we did it, put it out, and thought there has to be a better way to do this. Yes, well, there has to be a motoring podcast way to do that, and and we remembered what the motoring podcast because that the whole point of the motion process is what we want from this is for it to sound like two friends having a chat in a pub discussing stuff mm-hmm. and i forgot that with the review because the review was not that we just didn't know then when we we've gone through that process we've gone that's it's not worked it's not it's not been right we sat down and, we, and that's why we've now got the one describes to the other what it's like, and the other one comes up with really awkward questions that aren't answerable off the spec sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we actually try to make a point of not talking about the cars beforehand. So 
genuinely when we're discussing stuff and we're recording uh special editions like that when we're recording reviews then we will only have done the mildest of chats about stuff beforehand so it is it is fresh to both of us yep i, I think another an, another tweet they did was um was actually going on location and doing some recordings yes because there's like the nurberg 24 hour is a oh, prime of example course, of that yeah. Well, no, the prime example of that is Charging Around Britain, where we, we, we literally recorded at every end of the country <laughs> and whilst travelling in between on occasion. Yes. <laughs> but some of the going out and, and doing it, and also on the occasions where we've been able to get to launches, yeah, then trying to have a chat with someone from the, the launching company, uh, I think was quite a cool thing as well. It also differentiated us from from magazines and yeah. people like that and the content like that because we were able to you were able to hear the voice of of the company explaining their whether it was a particular part of the product or the new car or whatever it was but they're able to explain it themselves which I think is really helpful. Well, it's one of those things I get quite un- uncomfortable if we're doing those and yet I find on launches and I find I'm parroting the press release. Mm. Why have me parrot the press release when you can have the people who wrote the press release talk about stuff and it not be the same words as the press release? Yes. <laughs> it seemed a relatively sensible evolution and it works on some launches. It doesn't work on others. There was there was one launch in the UK I was at and just the format and the splitting up of the, the presentations meant that I lost the person I, did, I was interviewing and he wouldn't answer the questions for the next bit. So I didn't know what the questions were, to be honest. Mm. And that didn't quite work. So so that one never got included in the review. But there have been plenty of others where it, it, it's kind of cool. It's great until you're standing in a freezing cold Spanish church and you discover that the batteries have run out in your audio recorder because it's so flipping cold. <laughs> so there, there are fun <laughs> challenges uh, around some of these things. So that's See, it's cool. not all glamour. It's not all parties. And <laughs> there's, by the way, if we are talking about learnings, I don't know where that's going to come in. Is that car launches are hard? Yes, car launches are hard work for us or for the PRs. Depends whether the PRs, PRs, PRs probably listening. Definitely for the PRs. Definitely for the PRs have to work. Definitely for the PRs, but also for no. But seriously, I, I think that not everyone's Roy Lanchester. And you're more likely to find people dotting off to sleep at 10 o'clock and, you know, have a chat, have a, have a drink, catch up and then go to bed. Yep. Uh, because you've got to be up at stupid o'clock the next morning to drive something out through rush hour Barcelona and you don't want to be mucking that up. No. No, you don't. What else have we done? I've got a patron as well. Yeah. We held off for quite a while and then took the plunge of... We did. ...asking people to support us, which is... Really gratifying how many people do. Oh, come on. This is the most self-indulgent thing we've ever done is tonight, to be perfectly honest, because we're talking about ourselves and the podcast. We don't normally do that. And we hate asking other people about stuff for the podcast. <laughs> and yes, we've, we've been doing slightly the same with, with other ways of raising money as well. Just because time, as much as anything else, really, it just kind of gets in the way and you think, well, I don't know if I've got enough time to do it. I'm hinting at sponsorship there, folks. If any of you would like to sponsor the Motoring Podcast, uh, I am absolutely serious uh, when I say my name at, at motoringpodcast.com. There have been a couple of questions, by the way, whilst we've been chatting, which is probably going to be more interesting if we answer those than, than talk about this. Uh, let's actually go with, with this one from Gavin Cook. Do you guys follow any of the other motoring podcasts? Yes. Yes. Are you going to say which ones? Hang on, I will. 
open my Overcast app. Could take some time, folks. To run through. This is this is. I tend to listen thrilling. to Sniff and Smith. Yes. Even at the minute, because it is so polar opposite to what we do. <laughs> yes. That, that it's great. <laughs> Gareth Jones on Speed. Yes. I haven't listened for quite a while, actually. But a lot of that's because I haven't been, just haven't been in the car. And what else? That That's about, oh, uh, Collecting Cars. Chris Harris, I enjoy as well. Yeah, collecting cars, absolutely. I've dipped. I dip in and out of EV News Daily because I've met him, mm-hmm. uh, the chap who does that. That's really interesting, uh, and talks about all forms of um, electric vehicle news on daily basis as well. Because I mean, he, he finds stuff from a daily basis, which is great. That's quite impressive. Yeah, it is, and and it's not one of those. Um, some of the more electric orientated podcasts are quite fundamentalists in their views and how they talk about evs and this isn't that this is he's got views and he's got opinions um but it's not in a if you don't drive an ev then you're Mm -hmm. the you know part working for the devil or something the intercooler is one i listen to it is good i don't listen to all of them i sort of flip in and out but we had Dan on the other week, obviously, talking about the intercooler as a special edition. So do go have a listen to that. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, another one is Auto Movie Podcast. Yes, I was going to say that too. Again, I tend to dip in and out, partly because I end up shouting at Chris. And I like Chris, and Chris is a really <laughs> nice guy, and we've met. I get angry when he overanalyzes dumb movies, which I enjoy. <laughs> Because we don't overanalyze things, so that's all oh, right. Yeah, yes, well, hypocrisy is a wonderful thing as well, obviously. <laughs> uh, and the the other one that I listen to regularly is Autonocast, that has Alex Roy, uh, Ed Niedermeyer, and um, Kirsten Kurosek as well, where they talk about uh, autonomous vehicle technology and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's actually without hype. I'd love to point out, I enjoy the smoking tire as well. I'm still subscribed to it just because I don't always listen to it. Uh, and there are times when it's exactly what I need on in the background. Much more when I'm driving. The trouble is I just haven't been driving anywhere over the last 14 months. That's what's tricky with that stuff. Uh, we've been asked, by the way, what it is we're drinking this evening, by the way. Thanks, Chris. Oh, hi, Chris. I am drinking a For the Horns, a Levitate Pale Ale at 4.5%. This is the second one queued up here just in case I need it. There we go. Normally, for me, it's one can of beer per podcast because we have recorded when we've had more. Yes. And then we've had to cut lots of bits, (laughs) especially face-to-face if we're recording. Yes, that that was – there was one particular one that was after a long day as well. It was a long day and then about four pints. Swear it sounds a little bit slurred in places. Yes. That wasn't a news show. That was a a special edition as well. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, do we want to just take a quick break and do the first prize draw? I think so. I think this is a good time. Well, I Anton Deck tonight. So thank you so much, everyone who entered. Just one moment whilst I disappear off camera. And I'm back. Thank you to everyone who entered. I have the, the cowboy hat of good fortune is shedding bits here. There we go. Genuinely bought in Texas, you know. Uh, so, oh, I should say what the first the, the prize is. Yes. Should we should we do this properly? Yes, we should do. <laughs> I've just dropped my pen on the floor as well. That's not helping anyone. So this first prize is a courtesy of Falcon Tires. 
is a pop bang color falcon tires mug which i believe money cannot buy you can only get them from falcon tires at a falcon tires hot wheel uh hot wheels car as well was that have i introduced that well enough i, I think we're just gonna have to say yes at this yes. point alan so, <laughs> sorry nick there we go right let's hold it up take it around swirly round, swirl around you can't hear me there we are and the winner of the first prize is going to be uh, why did i do this on post-it notes so they're all st- stuck oh you see it chris mannering congratulations chris mannering well done congratulations uh we will be in touch uh with how to get these to you should put that over there and not lose it you have written prize one yeah Yes, I have. I have written Falcon. <laughs> Look, just for your proof, Andrew. Thank we, you. We have made this mistake. Otherwise, we're going before. back through all the recording to find out who's won what. <laughs> yes. Now I have. I, I did write it. On Talking it. of not things we've learned. Mo- I'm not a total and utter, utter pleb. Although we're, we're getting there. We're also being asked not to be like Ant and Deck. So there we go. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what's next? Oh, there's another question, actually, that's here. And it's a question that we're actually intending on answering at some point relatively soon. So everybody knows what, what I have uh, on my driveway. If not, there is a video. If not, there, there is a video of at least that you can go. one of them. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so this is two Yaris and a, two Yaris and a, an elderly Mercedes. But, but Andrew, you've got, there are two cars in your household as well, aren't there? There is a 2001 Saab 9.3, 2-litre low-pressure turbo. And the other one we have is a 2017 Citroen Berlingo, which is the family hauler, which is perfect to drag the crack windscreen household and the massive amount of stuff they feel they need to go away with, <laughs> uh, and everybody has a seat to themselves. And that is a much harder thing to find than you would imagine, considering the number of different cars that are on sale in the last 10 years or today. Mm-hmm. We are going to do a special edition on it at some point. It's just yes. a case of finding the at some point. So we have been meaning to tell everyone. <laughs> We just have a, it. Just hasn't really come up. To be perfectly honest, it hasn't been something that's come up in in conversation or in anything relevant uh, during a podcast. Or in the schedule, <laughs> yes, quite. Should we move on to any sort of news that has stuck in the mind that we've really that we've sort of really ended up with? Yes, I think we better start with the daddy of them all because it started with us. <laughs> It, it it was there as we began, and we started the show. Um, I think we've still got it on Trello that we've got a car, we've got a, a whole row where we had emergency backup items in case we ran out of news. Yes, we've used one of them, I think, and even then, it wasn't as an emergency backup; it was as a, a special edition. There are there are about ten things that we were going to talk about if there was no news and if we didn't have anything to talk about. It's not an issue. <laughs> no. Dieselgate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, I've, I've looked back on our coverage of Dieselgate, and amazingly, at one point, I drew a timeline. You're such a masochist. Of what had happened. <laughs> but that is way out of date, and I don't think I could have a screen wide enough to get it back up to date all the time. Uh, and we actually joked 
On the 15th of October 2015, we hoped the news would die down about Dieselgate. (laughs) Oh, the naivety from our little minds. Who would have thought? I mean, seriously, it's one of those things. Every time it comes up now, we do both go, but Captain Completionism here, (laughs) here. Uh, insists on insists on including it. We do ha- kind of have to include it because it is so important. Yes, uh, in motoring in Europe uh, and in, and indeed in the US, it's seismic changes. Yeah, fundamental change the industry landscape. Yeah, thanks to thanks to what happened, uh, other companies have been fined for similar ish type problems mm-hmm. but seem to have escaped from the pr backlash that volkswagen got the thing is that sure there's been the pr backlash but actually there are other kind of other manufacturers and companies that have actually suffered much more in sales mm. and profits and all these kind of things than volkswagen as a direct as an almost direct result yeah of the backlash against diesels yeah i mean jlr is an example They're heavily invested brand new diesel engine just bringing it to the market market for diesels plunges yep uh, to the ground so you know there, there's just one example plenty of other companies just developing new, new tech just had to get get binned essentially uh, as everybody stopped buying those and now everybody has a mild hybrid instead which is a way of making smallish engines feel like feel like second rate small diesels for the most <laughs> yes. part yes uh, do you think the industry's learned from that? Do you think Volkswagen's learned from that? I, if uh, obviously they've learned to not get caught. Yes, one would hope that they've learned. <laughs> the, the thing to do is not get caught. Mm. But I, I think they have. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't think the industry is. I think the industry is still very much on the back foot. Because it is fundamentally society is mm-hmm. moving towards anti-car, and I don't think the industry has got a grip on that. Not to not to fight, but to but to more hold their own and explain mm-hmm. why. Yes, obviously we want air to be clean. We want people not to be cheating things, but you do have to realise the reality. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think that there are yeah I don't I just don't know. I, I just don't think so. But I, I look at other industries that I'm I- involved with on a professional level at, at the minute and I think this is far, far bit these are far, far bigger changes that are having to be made than in automotive. And I think I don't know why everybody's whinging so much in, in automotive about this, because other industries are really having to change, really, really having to change very, very quickly. And it's far more fundamental than just changing the propulsion method and keeping all the manufacturing the same. Mm. But, I, but I think that's more of um, a, a general ego thing of the industry. Yes, but I think it's worth saying it. Which they're butting up against with the chips, with the semiconductor chips. Well, it, it, yes, absolutely. Everybody's having the same problem with the semiconductors. It's not just automotive. No, an automotive is is smaller than consumer technology. Well, that's what they've all been learning, isn't it? Mm. Sorry, we've turned into a news show, Andrew. No, we'll we'll, we'll move on in a sec. We'll move on. Don't worry. Uh, by by the way, they they have brought in new people. By the 
the, the other one here, the other note that I've got in front of me is has VW learned a lesson? All the new people brought in seem to have left and have gone back to internal only appointments. Not completely true. Okay. Right, go on then. Take us to uh, another biggie that has has been with us. Seems to have faded for the time being. I'm sure there's going to be a resurgence. It's Golden Gate and the amazing sort of, I don't want to say downfall, but it escapes. Yes. Uh, or escape story that comes along with it. Yeah, it was, well, it, it, it is a downfall's not the right word. It's you know, the the everything was removed from underneath him. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's so, pure internal politics. This one, pure yeah, internal was, politics and backstabbing. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's awful, and I don't think Nissan are going to recover for a very long time because they made these moves. Mm. I think Renault will. Uh, Nissan and Mitsubishi no. Really, really dumb stuff happening there. Really silly. Um, it's when politics goes wrong. Yeah, but I, I look forward to the movie. Can, can we flip back to Dieselgate? Because somebody's asked a really interesting question here, actually. Mm-hmm. So Stuart here has asked a really interesting question about who do you think smiled most at Dieselgate being exposed? Green campaigners, rival car firms, or Elon? Uh, green campaigners. I think they smirked first, rivals smirked next. I don't think the rivals did because it, it's hit them. I think they did very briefly and then it was like, oh, hang on. So I think that they smirked briefly, but green campaigners. I, I would imagine, I, I agree with what you said earlier. There are several companies that will not be sending Christmas cards to Volkswagen for many years. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Elon Musk, I don't know. He's probably too distracted marrying aliens no. or something. Who knows? Who cares, really? Uh, that was a question we got asked, by the way, bringing in another another listener question as a cracker. What do we really think of Tesla? Thank you, Mark Longland. Do, do, do you want to give a... Do you want to give a what, what, since Elon has come up... Shall I go first? I'll Shall let I you go first. Go first. <laughs> I'll take a long drink. I think Tesla could have been, stroke, still have the opportunity to be great. I think they had a march on everybody. They showed that electric vehicles could be cool, they could mm-hmm. be sexy, they could be quick. They were not, and this is many decades of cliches ago, but milk floats and stuff like that, they showed that they are interesting. They have, however, not fulfilled that promise because they've used the wrong components. They've got shoddy build chip. They have allowed a narrative to build up about some of their technology that is just not true, and people are unfortunately being involved in incidents as a result of believing that because the company has not done enough to stop said rumours and narrative. Well, that was wonderful, and the lawyers will thank you. The lawyers we don't have will thank you greatly for the okay. (laughs) I know, I am... Thinking very much of the uh, legal pot that we don't have. <laughs> yes, right. If we're suddenly going, please, please sign up as more patrons, then that's why. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I think you pretty much nailed it. I think that there's a lot of cool stuff that Tesla has done that is learned from that's embedded into its into its vehicles. I think that that's overshadowed by the tinsel and the yep. marketing and also these hang on i'm self-censoring and also the side projects the stupid cyber truck there we go i've said it the stupid cyber truck the the having the model names spell out sexy just that kind of stuff just stop it grow up 
But a lot of that is because they've dug themselves into a hole. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we need a new shiny thing to unveil because uh, there's something bad happening. And the Bitcoin and all that stuff's all the same. I just, oh, I want them to be so good. I want them yep. to be the best. I want them to succeed. But for goodness sake, stop making it so hard for me to want that. Yep. There we go. That's it. That's what I really think of Tesla. I find them incredibly frustrating. Yes, absolutely. I think probably the other main bit of news, particularly UK-based, that we've had is clean air zones. That actually has been a kind of stealth news story over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Mm. Really, over the last two years, would you Maybe say? Maybe three, because they started talking about three, them. Yeah. There's obviously the big one, which is London, which already has um, the ULES zone, which is going to expand later this year, mm -hmm. as we discussed in last night's show. You can still get on your podcasts. Episode 399. But it's now moving out to other cities because all of Europe and the UK is under this these rules themselves uh, over CO2 and nitrogen oxide levels have to bring down air pollution to accepted or agreed levels. Um, and so we've got them coming into Birmingham, they're coming into Oxford, they're going to come into Bristol. But the thing for me about all these is they're not the same. There is no uniformity to it. Mm -hmm. My car, my, my Saab, from 2001, so that's an engine that was developed in the 1990s, is fine to drive into the ULES zone without getting a charge in London and Bristol, but I can't drive into Birmingham without having to pay 15 quid. Yeah, uh, and it, it doesn't always make sense. So I was the same. I looked at buying a Mark I Prius at one point because, you know, why not? <laughs> uh, and the, obviously it used, the same, it used the same engine as Johnny the Yaris did, but Johnny the Yaris would have been free to take into the ULES zone, and yet the hybrid, which was going to be slightly older, by about three months older, using the same engine, but with the electric assist and, and being able to run on its own, was actually going to, to incur the charge. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So yes, I think clean air zones are another one, and that's going to be something that's going to putter on for quite a while. They're going to come into every city, is, is basically what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I feel like we have to say it because we're, we're a motoring, we are the motoring podcast, but a podcast talking about cars. We do actually agree that the air needs to be clean for people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're not saying, oh, right, we need to go around with, like, with diesel bro uh, vehicles and start polluting children walking to school or anything like that. We do, we do honestly think that, <laughs> that the air should be clean and it should be nice to be able to walk somewhere in an urban area without fear of mm -hmm. smog and diesel particulates. And all you the rest you of won't it. find either of us rolling coal in the next little while anyway. No. <laughs> The other thing that we, we talked about lots for a little while, but that seems to have slowed down, is personal mobility in scooters. Yes. But I think that's because they've all kind of rolled out. I think there's going to be another little surge of scooterness. I think it's because they're still under the testing. But mm. I, I, the way that, like in my grim northern town, you still have people them, are yeah. using electric scooters on the road now, and we are not a test bed. These are private ones, and the police are not doing anything because I've watched them drive past these people on the road and not stop, not flash the lights, not have a word or anything like that. 
I think the presumption is that they're going to be legalized and that's it. So just get used to them being around. Mm-hmm. And the hope is that people don't act like idiots on pavements with them. We have test ones here, and I think it's and it's mostly okay. There are the occasional prat you wish to kick off uh, off the scooter. Generally, it's when there are two prats on the scooter at the same time, which you're not meant to do, mm. uh, and that's what happens. So two prats on a scooter on a road on a on a steep hill. Cue a traffic behind. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> Should we go for prize number two? Uh, we will do. Let's do for go for prize number two, and then there's another interesting question has been has been pinged up in the okay. um, in the YouTube comments. So prize number two, there are five prize packages, by the way, tonight. Uh, so prize number two is a set of Castrol Classics merchandise. Uh, this is a oh, I'm looking from memory now. This is a mug, a polo shirt, a baseball cap, and a really nice umbrella. Uh, and I would have, I would. As with all the prizes tonight, I would quite happily have all of them. This is pretty cool. So the person on that, let's let's do it this way so you can hear me this time and possibly see. That's not really working, is it? Scrum, 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 scrum. Mix them up because some of them are getting caught inside each other. There we go. There's one out from there. I'm no good at sleight of hand and magic tricks. (laughs) So we're safe from anything like that. Uh, the winner of that is Steve Fox. Steve Fox, congratulations. There we go. Oh, congratulations, Steve. Steve. Uh, we will be in touch about how to get those to you. We don't have them in our grubby mitts, by the way, which is why we can't hold them up and show you them, and they can't have a glamorous assistant. And that's why we're actually having to give them out rather than just keep them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I think there'll be something about ethics and keeping them, to be perfectly honest. So anyway, interesting question from Nia Khan says obviously a very uk-centric podcast but as one of them i'm curious what percentage of your listeners are outside the uk it's not a very large percentage really it goes uk us and then um uk us australia and then after that there's about 10 percent makes up everybody else sometimes we do get emails telling us we're like number three in leisure of azerbaijan and things like that you joke about that and that's actually the case that we were fourth most popular automotive podcast on apple podcasts in in i think it was azerbaijan or something let me give you a quick one tonight armenia pardon me we are the seventh most popular automotive (laughs) podcast on apple podcasts in armenia go us go us (laughs) Thank you for thank you for listening in Armenia. Thank you. That, yes, Armenia. That is amazing that you listen to us. Twenty first in Thailand. Yeah, where else is interesting? These these are there's always a lag, you see, because this is this hasn't included. Tomorrow will be further up the charts in most places, which is why we're only twenty fifth in the UK because there's a lag between us releasing uh, a show because of course we only released one today at the time of recording <laughs> so that's that's what happens yeah south africa were popular as well for some reason it's all the polo coverage we give it is it's also all the vol- <laughs> well it's all the volkswagen coverage it's the best yes. to come up with no uh, yeah. which is which is really cool so thank you people who are outside the uk i'm, I'm always slightly amazed uh, that you do listen and i'm really really pleased that you listen and glad that you find it find it interesting so it's cool yeah anyway should we move on to the next little little Little, little breakdown of stuff we've got mm-hmm. stuff achievements <laughs> of achievements i think achievements is good so uh 
obviously, number one, there is the Guild of Motoring Writers Breakthrough Award, which is something they don't give out every year. No. They don't give out every year. It's the first time it went to anything that wasn't written. Yeah. And that was awesome. It was. Thank you, Guild of Motoring Writers. Yes. <laughs> and then we would be the worst recipients of that award ever. What makes you say that? Well, they got that, and then we weren't able to take up most of the prize because we then ended up madly busy, if you remember, in 2019. Yes, there was that, because part of the prize was to work with Motoring Research. Mm -hmm. And I know Motoring Research is still keen to work with us at some point. I know. It it actually hasn't passed. It's just because we haven't taken up on it or had time to do anything about it as opposed to anything else. So, yes, we, Richard and and all the team at Motoring Research and Tim and everyone. Mm. But then I quite like our charging around Britain. I still am so proud of that. That was a killer of a week. Yes. The fact that we could get a week to do that, first of all, was quite astounding. And we could get the same week. That was a really yes. impressive bit. We could get the same week. So th- thank you to the cracked windscreen family there, by the yes, way. thank you. <laughs> Otherwise, that, that would not have happened. But the, we were we were lunatics, really. Never having charged an electric car before and decide, well, how we'll, how we'll get over that little hump is we'll go as much around the outside of Great Britain as we can. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I know. It just seems lunatic. It seemed ludicrous now that I think about it, what we what we did, because you, you, now you read all these things, well, I drove to South Wales and I couldn't find a charger, and it's like, cry me a river. <laughs> it's, you know, I'll give over. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we get so quite so angry at people who should know better. Yeah, it's the people who, know, who should know better that get the most scorn from us on that. that if, you, if you get into this... What is new technology to you, and you don't do any research or any investigation of what slight changes you might need to make to your way of life, hmm. then you've got no sympathy. You have no right to come on and bleat that the technology's not there. Yeah, but yeah, because it got delivered here, and I went. Off, I had to go off, even when it was still <laughs> mostly charged, to go to the the rapid charger in the middle of town here to to try and learn how to charge a car. Because sure, we'd we'd been to to launches and events whether evs and plug-in hybrids and it was really nice you always got back to the the stand or to the to the location that it was all being held from and there was a little man there who'd take the car away from you and charge it yes and so you never you never actually learned how to do any of that and so yeah it was a case of going into dad and trying to work out so that comes out and that bit comes out and then this plugs in and then we do that what Hmm? okay oh and then it works yeah and you need a phone signal and you, and, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole. By the way, lots of the stuff that we had trouble with has been revised. Yeah, some of it, I think that we influenced perhaps a little bit. We helped highlight the the, the challenge that people that, that, that there were. Well, Zapmap adjusted how they did their routing mm-hmm. as a consequence of me getting in touch with them. Yeah, yeah, because so- no one had ever asked a. <laughs> A multi-day, multi-destination <laughs> route before, so they didn't have that. Yeah, because I, I broke their route planner. When we were trying to plan it, I had to do it in little tiny chunks uh, on the ZapMap app to to work out how to do it. Uh, ZapMap was, that was, it was, never mind the car, never mind the charging stuff. If we hadn't had ZapMap, we would have been stuffed. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It should really be pointed out. We, we should have made them. We, we should have asked them for sponsorship. Now with hindsight, <laughs> we, we should have. Yes. Because that that was that was a lifesaver. And it's it's still on my phone. I've got an EV in a couple of weeks. And I will be using ZapMap to find out mm. where I, I, I can get. It is, it is the one service I always, if someone asks about an EV or charging. Oh, yeah. Then I will say you want to use ZapMap. Absolutely, and I've I've done exactly the same. If you miss those special editions, the charging around Britain, there is in the blog section. There's one called All the Numbers. There's a blog called All the Numbers with a map and and some stats and stuff. And there's links to all five recordings we made on the way around. There sometimes whilst sometimes driving. <laughs> sometimes whilst driving. Yes. Well, I mostly recorded that one driving through the great the Great Glen at nine o'clock at night, having started out from Inverness in the morning. And are now about 20 miles south of Inverness, having been via Wick and Scurry and most of the North Coast 500 uh, on our way to Glasgow for the end of the night, then the 82. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's so I say it now and it just makes me think what a pair of complete and total morons we, we were, <laughs> even just starting it. And the trouble is, it was so awesome and so difficult how the heck do we follow it up so if any of you have any suggestions yes get in touch please if there's something like that you'd like to see we have racked our brains because before the pandemic hit we were in deep discussion about look we we need to do another trip hmm. and we've we know the constraints we've got of time but we still need to do another trip but it it needs to be interesting hmm. and it needs to be fun and it needs to be challenging and we're not talking like as in Top Gear. Oh, well, yeah, we're not Top budget. Gear. So, we're, sorry, we're, guys. We're talking, you know, a real vehicle doing a real thing. At, at one point, we pl- tried to plan hydrogen to hydrogen to Switzerland and back. Mm-hmm. Myself and a PR planned out a lot of that, and it just wasn't quite possible. Do you know the bit that was, t- that was a bit too hard? It was getting from uh, the edge of London to the first charger in France or Belgium. Uh, they, and then it, it was possible they they did manage it because I know the same chap did it with with someone else, uh, and they went to Frankfurt, which is not nearly as hard because I was going via Paris, speaking to people at um, at um, El Liquid, I think it was that I was going to speak mm-hmm. to, and then uh, and then go across and and then trying to speak to people at uh, uh, Co-op, the French, uh, the Swiss supermarket that's running uh, hydrogen trucks, yep. lots of hydrogeny stuff. Obviously, then all the EV people would hate us. Never mind. These things happen. <laughs> uh, what else? Rear view. Let's talk about rear view quick. Uh, do we want to do rear view or do we want to do another prize? I'm looking at the time. I'm conscious of time. Um, well, we've got a question on rear view, so I'll do it then. Let's have another prize. Let's go to prize number three. Rummagey, rummagey, rummagey. I'll be good at this by the end, by the way. Rummagey, more rummage. There we are. Let's take that one. Use that one. Oh, prize number three, by the way, I haven't told you, is a year's subscription to Autocar magazine. Thank you, uh, Haymarket. Thank you very much for that. Thank you, Jim. Jim. Uh, And that is going to Tony Williams. Well done, sir. Congratulations, Tony. As ever, we'll be in touch tomorrow-ish to uh, find out how we can get it to you. Don't put it in the YouTube comments. Uh, There we go. (laughs) Yes, please don't. (laughs) Cool. Uh, So, right. More listeners' questions then. Uh, so rear view, come on, that's been the one that everybody has asked. Is rear view coming back, Andrew? Well, I'll start with how rear view came around. 
because yes. that rear view is the interview show I always wanted to do. That's why I had nothing to do with it, by the way. That was intentional. And we we got was it? We was after the first year. It was on the first year anniversary, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And we, I felt I got enough of a handle. Maybe. I felt I got enough of a handle to be able to go. Go on, then. I'll add another show to my workload, and I'll I'll make it even more complicated because I will try and arrange it with people outside of my sphere of influence and try and get them to helpfully meld into my timescales. But uh, amazingly, 60-odd people have said yes uh, in the time since it started. There's been a couple of breaks. Uh, Nir Khan was the very first, um, and it is... All the episodes brilliant, and but that is one that we always... If somebody wants to to start with rear view, we always say, go to number one. It, all of the episodes, I feel, and I know uh, I know Alan agrees with this, stand up on their own. They are all interesting people that we've spoken or I've spoken to uh, and talked about their, their history, their career, how they got into the motoring side of things, what they do. It, it was the show I always wanted to do. Obviously, it has been on hiatus for a significant period of time now. And to be honest, I don't see it coming back anytime soon. During the last 14 months, everyone will have noticed there's been an awful lot of interview podcasts crop up because people were sat at home a bit bored and wanted something to do. Everyone so they all started speaking bored. to their mates. <laughs> yeah. And, and ironically, the people who actually had a podcast or two didn't have time to speak to people. <laughs> yeah. So um, right now, I, I don't think there's anything Rearview could bring to um, motoring podcasting at the moment that isn't already being served by other interview podcasts. I, I don't know. They're talking to people who I'd like to talk to. I think what happened over the last 14 months, which I found very interesting because you, you uh, took this on, was you did some special editions where you spoke mm-hmm. to people about their products, but you actually talked to them as well about how they got into it. And I think that's how I see Rearview sort of evolving into is talking to interesting people about some technology and cars and stuff mm-hmm. as special editions in the in the Motoring Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and when I, I do try and make it different, intentionally make it different. When I'm doing... Uh, and there's no reason it needs to be me but doing the special edition interview chat type ones it's normally because people have a thing they want to talk about mm. so for example uh if you take chris pollock he he was on rear view and he and andrew talked all about him and then he was on and i had to try really really hard because chris is a mate to not talk about chris and to talk about car and classic mm. trying to keep that separation similarly paul cowland obviously was on rear view and then we talked about Salvage Hunter's classic cars uh, because it was a thing to talk about that we were talking about. I can see a, a melding of a bit of rear view into mm-hmm. those sort of special editions, and I think that will make the special edition stand out even more. That's me told what I'm to do next, isn't it? <laughs> Hopefully I'll be in a position to help out with those special editions, but last year, not a chance. No, no it's just been nuts. <laughs> We've been in a really weird situation in the last 14 months where everybody else's world kind of stopped and because everybody else's world stopped, the way our jobs are and what we had to do and, and, and our, our situations are, is that in actual fact, our workloads went up. Mm. Mine doubled, basically, uh, from and also involved not leaving the house. 
and and yes, it's worth. By the way, it's worth pointing out that I did misspoke and I meant to say television's poor. Carolyn has been on both. Yes. <laughs> You're just happy because you won a prize. <laughs> Next question: Have we ever bought a car and within minutes of having exchanged the money regretted it? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. No. Okay. What about you? Yes. Do you Rover care to elaborate on your Rover 82? <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? We, I swear, we 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 hadn't discussed that before. I, I just I just know your your Rover. Yeah. Yep. That was that's been the. I've had problems with other cars, but they have manifested those problems later in my ownership. But almost immediately, the Rover 827, which is why I will happily mock any 827s, Vitesses, Rover 800s that I see. The one I had was absolute garbage, and that had the Honda engine. So, And that was one of the worst bits, unfortunately, which shocked me to the core. I will hold you whilst the pullet punches you, although I probably actually hug you and agree with you, to be perfectly honest. No, we know where we both stand on that. I wish him all the very best and hope it doesn't cause him the heartache that mine caused it's- me. <laughs> It's actually it's a really cool car. I've seen it in seen it in it in the flesh, obviously. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh one last listener question for the moment. And it comes from Drew Faulkner. Hi Drew. Uh do you have any recommendations for cleaning race car windscreens? Yes, I do. Actually, if you use Elderflower Cordial, that is brilliant. Absolutely bob on, especially if you can get someone to scream no just after you've done it and then throw water on it and try and clean that off afterwards. That's that's how you make a, a Citroen C1 windscreen incredibly clean. Cool. Do we all know? See, the people don't think I learned things when I was which, uh, which... in Anglesey at all, but you know, you're no, wrong. You did that and you learned how to fall, how to fall down. And I learned how to re- how to recognise when Andrew isn't having a heart attack, but has completely knackered his shoulder instead. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely wet myself. So anyway, talking about uh, car cleaning, should we move to prize number four? Yes. So a prize number four is, and I need to bring up the document that explains it all here. Prize number four is an auto glimp. Now I I called this a car cleaning kit earlier on, and obviously it's it's a detailing kit because nobody cleans their cars anymore; they all detail them. And this is the Autoglim Custom Wheel Cleaning Kit, the Ultra High Definition Shampoo, the Rapid Ceramic Spray, and the Interior Cleaner and Sanitizer. A pack of all of those uh, for detailing your beloved... Your soon-to-be-very-clean car. Your soon-to-be-very-clean car. <laughs> it is awesome stuff. I, I've, I've used some of that. I say that as if I clean my cars. I, I hate cleaning cars. Awesome stuff. Anyway. Courtesy of Autoglim, let me find the next lucky winner. I need something more dramatic looking next time, but it, I feel it's better than a spreadsheet. The winner this time is impossible to open once again. <laughs> God. This is what happens when you do it on the back of post-its. Oh, God. It's James <laughs> Butler. I can read it through the thing. Okay, it's James Butler. Well done, James. Um, congratulations congratulations <laughs> thank you for making alan struggle <laughs> you were one of the first so they, they got done really properly at the beginning there we go james butler well done uh auto glue it's me making sure we don't get stuff mixed up awesome brilliant superb so we're not going to rest on our laurels are we alan no well we we keep on tweaking stuff so you've probably noticed mm. we've uh tweaked 
uh yeah sorry says this is why the big shows have an accountant doing this thanks jeff um the <laughs> you've set him off now thank you uh no, well, we've been tweaking stuff. So we've been trying to tweak the new show. Uh, you'll notice that in the past, we haven't actually got around, haven't got around to doing it this year, is we try to do a survey. We try to take the feedback from the survey. And some of the feedback we react to, and we tweak stuff. And some of the rest of the feedback, we sit here, cross our arms, and go, well, it's our playpen, uh, and we stick with it. So which is why you keep on getting uh, Formula E, and you keep on getting the SMMT figures. Uh, there's a pretty much 50 50 split on both of those between people who really like that we do it and people who who say it's awful so tough uh the <laughs> so yeah so we're making tweaks to it the, the new new car news is something we i don't know i just we, we just felt the second half of the show was generally a little bit flat over the last few months and also we decided we weren't actually treading on anyone else's toes by including any new car launch stuff it's something we'd kind of always avoided but kind of at the same time wanted to talk about yeah and, and share opinions on because we were doing it on twitter anyway so why the heck not put it into the show yeah so if you if you want to give any feedback on that do feel free whether you um enjoy it or whether you uh, don't or whatever but just just let us know because we we haven't actually asked that question out to anybody yet we've just done it I, I enjoy it so i'm going to ignore their opinions if it's contrary to mine to be perfectly honest maybe there is a sensible suggestion of a tweak to that that i don't know well that's all i'm maybe, saying maybe but yes mm -hmm. we will take on advisement as we always do yes we will do so anyway, other stuff we're intending on doing a, a little bit more video mm -hmm. so i've done a couple of youtubes lately-ish I've recorded more than I've put out. I just haven't had time. Usual problem, folks. Uh, just sort of simple man talks at camera or behind camera and points at things. It seemed to work okay on this W124 test video. So you'll probably see some of that. It's not going to be the world's greatest, uh, the world's greatest production value. It may have a production value, possibly, if I can make it. But it's just to try and share some of the stuff that we can't get across in an audio format so to actually be able to point mm. at stuff and say look this is what we were talking about so it's going to come out uh, ideally at the same time as a special edition at the minute after yeah um I, i've got stuff you know about the last couple of cars uh, i've had uh that I'm, i've got ready to edit you know the bmw uh for example to, to show some mm -hmm. of the stuff there because lots of stuff uh the fiesta the other things which you don't know well, you probably do because you've been following me on Twitter, but but other stuff we haven't recorded special editions for yet. So yeah, some more more stuff like that and more special editions. I've got I've got two that I'm working on at the minute that I'm trying to arrange. Uh, just interview ones. Yeah, it's a bit as and when my workload is dropping a little bit at the minute. So obviously, I'm jamming as much as I can into the time that I see ahead before it sort of all <laughs> picks up again. So. Yeah. So yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, we get the the chance to do some more roundtables if the if the subject's right. Yeah, and we can get the right people out uh, involved, and they've got the time to do it, and it works, um, and that so sort of stuff. So, so days. yeah, there, there's stuff in the pipeline, but you know, we don't want to make promises and not keep them. Yeah, absolutely, that's it. So that's about it for plans for the future at the minute. We'd love to do another road trip. We'd love to, but yeah. you know, a bit tricky to plan right at the minute. But there's some other things that, you know, occasional natters with PR guys and, and chats about stuff they're doing and, and trying to get 
trying to get some of that. It's just a case of, mm-hmm. it's just a case of everything aligning. And because we have day jobs, alignment is a little bit more tricky. Uh, sadly, we have to be able to, to pay our mortgages. Basically, yes. basically what it comes down to that the hierarchy is always, always has to be family work podcast. Yeah. Sadly. I would quite happily dump at least one of the ones above it in mine some days. <laughs> just focus on the podcast. You can all just clear off, please. Yeah. But anyway, um, we are finally getting there, folks. I think really before we we draw for the the big prize, mm-hmm. uh, in the prize draw, it's I think it's really really important, um that we we say some thank yous and and this is going to sound like an oscar speech this whole thing has been terribly self-indulgent and made me incredibly uncomfortable but hey <laughs> one in 400 i think you're getting a 0.25 percent of of self-indulgent podcasts so um <laughs> some people you get that every week yes uh how are we going to where where we start let's start with anybody who has helped us and co-presented and sat there with the trello open in front of them and the stories allocated and had those and had to listen to me say those words well one of us say the words welcome to the motoring podcast yeah Uh, and because that's the little bit when you're not used to it it really the fear gets you uh even tonight it, it it always gets me a little bit so thanks to rich gooding thanks to alex grant dan puddicombe adam tudor lane um and anyone else that we've forgotten i think ollie did it all ollie sat in for one this is where i should have read the notes before we sat down and started talk, recording uh, i think ollie uh filled in autoban did one once oh. as well okay thanks ollie that was a long time ago uh so it's understandable that you've that's that skipped your mind um and where there was just one of us, thank you so much to the listeners. Uh, doing them solo is, is absolutely horrible. Uh, so, so yes. Uh, uh, but all of those guys, thank you so much for giving up hours of their time to read through news stories, to be totally swatted up, uh, and to, to then be prepared to sit and talk about stuff. Yep. Do you want to go to the next we one? Also, yeah, we also need to thank all the guests we've had on. Uh, whether that's a round table, it's the podcast, the uh, specific special editions where we've spoken to people, or whether it's any of the people who've been on rear view as well. Thank you so much for agreeing to chat with us, to us, at us, whatever it is, or let us just talk at you. <laughs> Which has happened. Um, yes, <laughs> in in some of the good old days. Um, really do appreciate that you've agreed to speak to these two random blokes off the off that their internet uh, about car stuff uh, and and then able to share that with our listeners because I know they've appreciated it as well. Yep, companies, PRs who've worked with us, who get in touch with us ever since we started, those of you who've, who've supported us even when we were just absolutely 20 listeners or something. Uh, it, it means so much. Yeah, when we, when we had three three episodes out. Three episodes out. Companies, companies had said, look, we've got this thing, do you want to come along? Yeah. So, freaking awesome thank you so much you are you are so awesome i, I promise we're not in your pocket uh but the yeah uh, no i think if people listen to us or see us on twitter they know that's not the yeah case. yeah no it, it's absolutely awesome uh thank you for the help the welcome 
uh, and just just everything that you do to make stuff happen even something as simple as as one of my interview chats for for half an hour there's normally a pr behind it there's often a pr taking the time to listen in to suggest things that we might have missed when we were chatting and that i can then slot back in again all of these kind of things you know even without the sort of whole inviting us to events phoning up and saying we've got this car you should try it uh, these kind of things um you all know who you are thank you so so much yep absolutely um and I, I think we need to to thank all the journalists who've accepted and welcomed us into the industry. We've met so many great folk. Yeah, they've helped us so much along the way. Uh, most, virtually everybody's been uh, brilliant. Some have given us a couple of stern pep talks too that perhaps we needed at the time and uh, and helped us along the way. Um, <laughs> Mr. Huff, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the advice, the knowledge, the guidance, the being prepared to chat to us, particularly when we were very fresh, fresh-faced in the industry, and not not being a cliche of like a, a somebody feeling threatened by somebody new coming in. That that has been absolutely brilliant and and is so helpful, and and is I think is is reflected because we've we've been able to produce the stuff we have been able to. I think we got to stuff much quicker than I anticipated we would do mm-hmm. as a consequence of the help that we had. Yeah, and being introduced to people and stuff uh, as well. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't. We made so many new friends. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, cracking. Uh, and I think one of the things, we always tried not to compete with anyone, so nobody else was doing what we were doing, so we weren't treading on any toes, which I think helped quite a lot. That and the grey hairs yeah. as well. Not that yes. there were quite as many when we started. Uh, I want to say a very quick thanks uh, to Simon Searle, who did all our branding. Mm. It was it was a test for a project he was doing. He did it all f- free, gratis, and for nothing as a listener. He wouldn't even accept a coffee or anything or a meal in thanks. So thank you once again, Simon. I think that having really smart pro branding has, has helped us an awful lot, actually. Yes, absolutely. Uh, who's next? Listeners, I guess. Something about them. Yeah, I think think this might have might not have been as successful without them. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I think we <laughs> we've said sometimes we would just record it anyway because we enjoy sitting and shooting the breeze. Yes, but sometimes. I, I do believe that um, perhaps the access to the level of interesting stories and vehicles and projects would not have happened if we didn't have the amazing listeners that we do uh, and the numbers are constantly growing which blows us away yeah it's not just the listen it's the feedback we get there's a we get a lot yeah. of feedback behind the the scenes that we don't always always share we're not always in a position to share by people who really really know what they're talking about who absolutely know what they're talking about who are experts in a field uh, and they give us feedback because they've listened to us it, it's still slightly i'm still slightly knocked out by that one that one, that one yeah. always amazes me. The yeah. first time someone said, oh, wait a minute, I recognize your voice. <laughs> then that was like, oh, sugar. I might be paraphrasing. Well, the one for me was when um, somebody said, talking about the first time we did the alternative fuels, hmm. uh, and somebody in the industry said that, oh, I've listened to this. It's a great podcast episode. It should have been done years ago. And, and I was in the middle of a field looking for a 4g or a 3g connection and that came up on my twitter it was like oh people listen 
<laughs> do, do you know what I remember about that? I remember the fact that I'd been up since very early that morning. I was in Sweden. It was a it was approaching midnight, and I really, really wanted to go to my bed. And I think that you cut out my rant about the fact that could we please just get on with it at one point. <laughs> and thank you to Rich for still speaking to me. Yes. Right, before we totally fin end up finishing like the Oscars or, or, go, or, or any of these things, just to quickly say thanks so much to our patrons. Yes. It does make a difference. It does mean that we can do this kind of live stream, to be perfectly honest, and for it to be solid and reasonable and good quality and you know pay the hosting for for everything it it does make a difference it's great and we've got a nice little keep it we're gathering it we're not wasting it on stuff uh we've been able to use it to buy kit and, and gear over the, over the years we, we it's all saved up for that next big road trip mm. that's what's happening to it. if you wonder what happens it does that and stuff like public liability insurance and all the other fun grown-up stuff that you have to have uh, or it's good to have then it pays for all that every year all the keeping the lights on stuff and and what's left over then it's we're, we're saving it up and, and that's going to be that's going to be our fund for the next the next road trip yeah so it doesn't line our pockets at all sadly no no <laughs> no alan does not have a golden throne yet no, no, no. <laughs> i'm not showing you my bathroom <laughs> okay i think one of the, uh, the the last things we we need to do, but it's definitely not least, is is thank our families. Uh, I particularly need to thank the um, Crack Windscreen Horde for putting up with me being grumpy, uh, giving me the space and time to do the recording, to do the editing, to sit there and make them wait while a car gets delivered if we're in the middle of a trip things that have happened no, i kid you not uh, and and for for all the support in the background particularly when things have have got rough and i have had posteriors kicked from within the household to get on with it and things like that which has been completely the right thing it has been it, without you there and not trying to be too soppy, everybody who's listening in, but without them there, then I wouldn't still be here doing this, making Alan all bored or annoyed, depending on what day it is. Neither <laughs> of us could do this alone. Yes. Thank you, Andrew's family. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've managed to make it up and bring the bribery of half a case of good white wine which is i believe which i believe is the is the the standard fee for 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 andrew's, andrew's current going rate current going rate yes <laughs> so thank you uh mrs windscreen you you rock and, and so do so do the little ones as well it matters so much there are only two people who could who could really stop the motoring well there's only one person who could really stop the motoring podcast and that's you um the other person could give me a damn good talking to and that's my 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 boss and best mate <laughs> uh, and i want to thank my family and, and all my colleagues as well for being so incredibly understanding when i go you see those meetings on that day well actually i've been invited to go to this instead can i go to that do you mind we'll just rearrange all of that and don't mind me if i have to go out and collect a car from outside uh, you know so thank you everyone and sort of the whole if we've been away somewhere and say, look, I really, can we eat early? Because I've got to go record a podcast and actually swat up on some stuff. So thank you, everyone, uh, that I, everyone who knows me, for just being great <laughs> and cool and, and fantastic. Yep. And I guess Andrew's all right, too. Thank you. You're not so bad yourself. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the, the final price. This is, by the way, the most, this is, this is genius. I'm I'm really jealous. Uh, so this is a 
Panasonic VREC DZ600 Full HD dash cam, courtesy of Pioneer. Thank you, Pioneer. It just does everything. Just just everything, including stuff like it's got a parking mode where if somebody knocks into your, into your car, it'll start recording uh, and it'll keep recordings from a little bit before so that you can possibly have a chance to see who done it. Um, wide angle recording heads, night modes, comes with a 16 gigabyte micro SD card, but you never have to take it out because you can connect to it with your phone and download the footage from there. So loads and loads of really cool stuff that probably has Andrew dying a little bit inside and me going, ooh, toys, toys, toys. No, no, I see the sense of a dash cam because one of our listeners has explained the positives of them. Mm -hmm. So no, no, absolutely, dash cams uh, are a very good thing. Yes, I, I, I have one somewhere which I took out of my car and I kept forgetting to remove it. Uh, when I was going places where I really shouldn't have had it. So uh, in the interest of not being arrested and prosecuted, I decided that I would take that out of my screen. Uh, who's it going to be then? We'd have a drum roll if we did sound effects. Yes, oh, somebody's actually suggesting that you should give a desktop drum roll, but we don't really want that. No, I, I'm not, I am not going to hit a desk. If anyone's listened to the shows in the past, the last thing I'm going to do is hit a, a desk. desk. People who listen on headphones get a little bit antsy if we tap stuff. Okay. The winner is... Turn all up. Paula Morta. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, we'll be in touch to find out uh, how that should get to you from Pioneer UK. The final thank you is to all the companies and the people behind the scenes who helped and agreed to put forward the prizes mm -hmm. for today's show. Uh, you have been superb in supporting us uh, and the people we spoke to, we know have supported the podcast in the past and continue to do so. And you are just brilliant. And, and we're so grateful that you have agreed to do that. I just want to quickly say commiserations to all the other people whose names are in the hat. I'm, I'm really sorry. We've had more prizes. You could have won. God, that's horrible. <laughs> that is, that's the cruelest thing I've said in a while. No, uh, thank you very much to everyone who has, has provided prizes. Thanks to everyone who entered as well. I'm yes. always absolutely terrified that we're going to have a competition and nobody's going to enter. It, it's a bit like the very first competition we did for some Formula E stuff. And we had two prizes and three entrants. <laughs> I, I've been terrified ever since. Yes, I'm terrified of prizes with competitions like that. Uh, but yes, that's not been an issue this week. Alan sometimes worries too much, I ladies worry and gentlemen. I worry quite a lot sometimes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for helping us get to 400. Thank you to everyone for suffering this evening. Yeah, I think that just about rounds up. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Andrew? No, I think we've been self-indulgent enough. We have. We've been terribly self-indulgent. We apologise. We'll wait at least another 100 before we do something like this again. <laughs> Probably longer, actually, because hopefully for five, we'd have something really awesome. And we'll be allowed to go places. Yes. Anyway, folks, we'll round it up in the time-honoured manner. Uh, don't forget that it's now and the next time you can give us any feedback and share your thoughts of the show at Motoring Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook, and on the contact page of motoringpodcast.com, the hub of all our activities. Please don't forget to leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or however your podcast app lets you do such a thing. Andrew, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Best way to get in touch with me is via Twitter. If you search for Crack Windscreen, you shall find me there. And Alan, if people would like to get in touch with you and tell you not to worry quite so much, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you personally? The best way to get in touch with me personally is via Twitter, where, because people miss out the L's and the E's at the end of my surname, 
I'm at AJP Bradley. That's B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. That's only because you are now legally obliged by your, your contract to spell out your surname. And now people <laughs> laugh at me when I don't. So there we yes. go. And people get upset. Which is brilliant. It's which reminds me of the Alan drinking game, which is something nuts. I didn't mention in the show. I know. Which is something I'm very of... proud of in the last five and a half years. <laughs> Just such a prat. Uh, yes, loads of stuff that was in our list that we didn't talk about tonight because we waffled far too much. Uh, but the best way to get in touch with me is via Twitter, where I'm at AJP Bradley. That's B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. We will be back next week. But until then, I've been Alan Bradley. I've been Andrew Clues. And safe motoring.